Hi, I'm Josh. And I'm Philip. Welcome to Pretty Little Guyers, the show where two middle-aged men discuss their favorite teen mystery drama, Pretty Little Liars. Philip, how's it going? Going good. We're we're here for the the first annual Guyers <laughs> Awards. <laughs> we're uh, <laughs> we finished season one. We are yes. gonna do a recap today. Mm-hmm. Discuss our feelings and thoughts and and what happened. And we are gonna give out our we tallied our awards for best and worst liar of the yes. seasons. And we came up with some other categories that we each have our pick for. Um, but I guess, I guess let's just start, like, let's talk about this season. Yeah, what, I mean, what a solid first season. It's good stuff. I do remember when I watched it the first time through, I thought, okay, whatever comes next, I'm on board. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fully in by then. Because there, there's just so much. Like I was even looking at a list of like all the supporting characters. Mm Mm-hmm. In this season, and the length of that list, I was like, oh, yeah, and that person. There's oh, I forgot, you know. <laughs> and it's, it was a lot, but it was also a lot of fun. Oh, so much fun. Um, this is, the, the, the one negative about doing this show is that every week when I watch an episode, <laughs> I just want to watch five or six more. Yes. And I'm like, oh, I gotta wait another five or six days before i, I know. can do this again i know <laughs> you know uh but yeah i mean it's based on a book series which i still have not even started reading yet no no we might do that as a bonus episode someday read the first one and talk about it i definitely want to yeah we should yeah but yeah so i mean this was this insane show uh pretty little liars about the four little liars and their fifth friend who died before the show was missing and then in the pilot found dead. And it's about them being harassed by this entity A and the mystery of Allison De Laurentiis' death. Yes. Uh, what did we learn this season? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, where did we... What did we not learn? Right? I mean, what... I'm trying to... It's like, in your head, you're like, wait, what actually matters? Like, what was not, like, a red herring or, like, a dead end or a yeah. distraction? Well, the the thing with this first season is you really have two narratives, two main narratives, which is who's A yes. and who killed Allison Dillerant. Yes. And that's assuming they're not the same person, which we never Correct. really know. Sometimes it seems more likely the lines in either are direction. very blurred throughout this whole season, um, which I was kind of okay with. Oh, yeah. You know, I, oh, yeah. I, I like that it's very jumbled. Like you said, a lot of red herrings. Um, but yeah, so we have, we have, uh, it seems like initially the first real focus is who's a, yeah. but then what we thought was the case was that Allison went missing, which is initially how the show starts. Yes. She went missing. It's been a year. And now all of a sudden in this like first few episodes, it's like, Oh, First episode. Oh, for, yeah, yeah, it is the first episode. That's they, right. Yeah, they find it her body. It's the first episode. I thought it was the second of, uh, no. episode for some reason, but no, it's that first episode yep. 
where it's like, oh, no, she's dead. Yeah. And now you have to assume murder. I mean, come on. Right. With this show. It's yes. Like, all right, it's going to be murder. Uh, so it's, it's, and then once the Atex come in, it's like, all right, we're off. Yeah. We have these, these two things to go. Yeah. The person who texts as if they were Allison, except, yeah. oh wait, she's dead, but still seems to know a whole bunch of things that seemingly only yeah. Allison could know. All the secrets. Yes. Which just adds to it. Yeah. You know, these, these girls do not want their secrets getting out. No. They're clearly, let's just go ahead and say it, not the best human beings in the world. Not always. <laughs> not always. Um, yeah, I guess that's the other thing we find out that's like the running secret for themselves is that they accidentally blinded Jenna Marshall. Really, Allison did it, but they were with him. She threw a smoke bomb in the garage. Something yeah. blew up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It blinded Jenna Marshall. Yeah. Uh, so they're always kind of sitting on that secret the most. And then... Yeah. But yeah, so it all starts with Allison Ulerantis, who we learn is a massive bitch, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much the consensus you get when you, yeah. anyone talks about her in this show. Yeah. You know, outside of the liars. Uh, but she was their leader. She's yeah. your classic it girl, mean girl. Like, she's manipulative. She's catty. She's mm-hmm. gorgeous. She's also smart and cunning. Very manipulative. Very manipulative. I mean, she hits all those red flags yes you know but she's definitely the archetype where it's also like oh but you're smart yes like you don't you're not just an airhead you're not just shane and val you know in in shallow you've got those elements in there too but like almost just as your weapons well it definitely feels like she's the type of it girl that has a fantasy future in mind and all of these steps that are happening with everything that happens in this show were steps towards that ambitious future that she has i could see that or whatever the fantasy is either uh, power at least in general we know that she you know she liked she liked secrets because she could use them as power you know she used them to manipulate her friends like you know her messed up line secrets keep us close you know um so they were all like her friends but she you know she kind of knocked people in their place at different times i feel like this season we learned that (laughs) Maybe not all of them. No. We're friends with. Like, not the same. Like, we get to the end and they were like, yeah, we keep seeing these flashbacks. We're like, yeah, she was really a bitch or she was really hurtful in this way or that was messed up. Yeah. Or this new thing we didn't even know about we learned that she did to someone else. Yeah. Um, It's also interesting because I almost get the impression that maybe the liars themselves weren't as close as they are now. Which kind of makes sense as to why after Allison goes missing, there's like a year gap between that mm-hmm. night and the beginning of this show kicking yes. off. So it does kind of make sense because you'd think there would be more trauma bonding. Yes. Versus them just saying, all right, let's go off and do our own things because yeah. everything's messed up. But also not, to, I mean, like Aria, mm-hmm. that was a little different. Right. Her family moved. Her family moved to Europe because... Her dad sucks at just about everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> Which they throw, the worst. they throw that storyline in there. And I think almost, we mentioned this in the early episodes, it feels like that storyline was thrown in immediately uh, to kind of maybe make Arya more of the focus of season one. Right. That's another thing. She's in the title sequence. She's the shusher. Yeah. She's 
she's kind of presented like the main focus, even though it's pretty equal. It was like going to focus a little more on her. And that, I don't know if that even holds up throughout the whole season. I feel like it, it shifts pretty quickly it kind, to well, being more equal or bouncing around. You have, you, there's definitely moments throughout this season where one liar was more of the focus. Yeah, for an arc or an episode, well, it bounces around. To me, the thing that I noticed watching this season is A, pretty much picked her targets but had more so two main ones yes but it did feel like aria with the dad situation with her dad and a being like i'm gonna tell your mom like i'm gonna tell your mom and And she has the most consistent uh love right situation relationship throughout the season yeah unfortunately and and so her like it felt like a was going after her first and then it shifted to hannah because her mom knows how to commit felonies. She's she's came after Hannah the worst, I think, the most personally, the yes. most emotionally. She she was very personal with Hannah. Yeah. And then with Spencer was kind of the end. Yeah. Emily got small shots. She in got the more beginning. than Arya, I think. You think so? I think so. Neither one of the right got too many. Not as many. Well, yeah, ones. because with Emily there was the photos of mm-hmm. her and Maya, and that kind of almost had to like. You know, I don't want to say force her, but kind of push her yeah. to accept who she is and be open with who she is. Yeah. Um, and so I do feel like that. But if to me, it seemed like Hannah and Spencer were definitely the two, got it the most. Like, this is how I'm going to tear this group down. Because, and I think the reasoning is, is because Hannah was deemed, you know, they said it early on that she's the easiest one to break down. Yeah. You know, she crumbles under pressure easily. Yep. All that stuff. Yep. Um, so I figured that. And then, of course, Spencer was, as you slowly progress, find out throughout the season that she was the only one that really challenged Allison. Yes. And would stand in Allison's way if need be. Yeah. And so that's why she also got a lot. Yes. <laughs> Where it's like okay, if you're in my way, I'm going to take you down through the justice system. Yeah. You know, I'm going to literally lock you in a cage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we learn those things about Allison and that she disappeared and now she's dead. Um, so, basically, yeah, we're trying to figure out who killed Allison de Laurentiis. Right. So, I guess this season we've learned, <laughs> we learned her about her final day of a million hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, where she flew all around the country into North Carolina, yeah. meant to be Georgia, came back, talked to everyone. But to focus, let's see, we found out she had a secret relationship with Ian. Yes. Ian being uh, Spencer's sister, Melissa's... Ex-boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend and later husband. Yes. And baby daddy. But uh, let's also not forget, also saw Spencer at some point. So he was... Yes. the He dated Dated Melissa. two teen girls <laughs> and is now married to age-appropriate Melissa. Yes. Yeah, he's a skis is what yes. we're saying. Yes. Uh, yeah, he made a move on Spencer and they had a little thing when he was first dating yeah. Melissa. And then meanwhile, secretly, uh, Allison had some kind of relationship with him. Yes. We've seen video footage of this. And video footage that seemed to be, if not him being the last person she saw before dying, seemed like he it's of him killing her off screen. Like, we hear right. struggles, and then we see a hand hit the ground. Yeah. 
uh, it's still not completely clear, but it, it does not look good. Yes. Um, you know, and by the end of the season, he's dead with his body disappeared or maybe alive and disappeared. We don't even know. We still don't know if he killed her or not. You know, we're not the show's out. not going to give you anything that definitive. That yeah, best. he didn't outright be like, yeah, I killed her, you know, and I liked it too. Like nothing like that. It was just, you know, we don't know. Yeah. We have no clue, which really upset me about this season because I was like, can we close one door? Mm-mm. Just close one. Nah, they're like, let's no. keep A. <laughs> let's keep A because A is interesting. Yeah. Let's close this other door. They're like, nah, no. But, and and the thing is, is the other big thing we find out, as we previously said, is that Allison blinded Jenna. Yes. And there was a pinning it on Toby. Yes. Who was Jenna's stepbrother. Yes. Who we also find out this season was uh, forcing him. Yes. Yeah, she was blackmailing <laughs> him into continuing a sexual relationship with her that he wanted to end. Yes. Um, and he became the first, like, hey, this is Allison's killer. Yeah. It's this guy. They, yes. There was things like, evidence against him, and he took the fall for the jenna thing as they call it blinding jenna just so we yes. can get away from the creeper yes um he became the town pariah yes also detective wilden fuck that guy oh yeah piece of shit if we uh, i don't think we're gonna talk about him anymore the rest of the show but <laughs> fuck that guy. one of many creeps we encounter <clears throat> rosewood but um but yeah so we also find these tapes that allison hid in the in the final episode of the the second to final episode they find these storage unit yeah the storage (laughs) unit with this thumb drive with all these videos that we are told ian took yeah presumably we still don't again you never barely know anything for sure in the show right um so something else adding on to him being a creep um and potential reasons that he might have killed allison because she had this tape of all the liars underage girls all sorts of illegal things of spying and underage kids uh you know, so we have that as a motive. Right. Also, just a running motive, as we learned, like we said, everyone in the town is like, oh, yeah, that bitch, Allison <laughs> T. Laurentis. So it's anyone could be a suspect. Like, she was not well liked. Yeah. She made many enemies. They definitely try and throw out a bunch of characters at you this season where it's like this person could definitely play in it because they have something negative to say about Allison. Yes. You know, and these are characters that don't come in one episode and be like, oh, fuck her. Yeah. These are episodes that, like, linger around and constantly remind the liars why they fucking hated Allison. Yes, <laughs> yes. They all had good reason. Oh, 100%. But, I guess let's look at what we have this season for Allison's disappearance and death. Basically, what we've learned about the day she died. Yeah. So, we know she was on a trip... Yes. She said was to visit her grandmother in Georgia. To visit, yes. But she secretly went to North Carolina, to Hilton. North Carolina. She went to a Carolina. <laughs> one of the Car. Have you ever been to one of the Carolinas? I know. That's fair. <laughs> you know? That's fair. <laughs> Just <know>? curious. <laughs> um, have uh, you? Uh, I was born in one of the Carolinas. Oh. And uh, yes, I've been South Carolina a bunch of times. Okay. I have family in North Carolina. Oh. Um, you know, there. Have you been to Hilton Head? Yes. Yes. <laughs> My dad's actually played that golf course. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when they when I saw the logo on there, I was like, oh, yeah, Hilton Head. I forgot about 
good old Hilton head. Yes. Um, but yeah, so she she was, says she's going to Georgia to visit her grandmother, but then she comes back and Spencer notices, hey, your t- tags say Carolina Hilton oh, head yeah. golf resort. Right. What's up with that? She's like, oh, it's still the South, Spence. Chill out. Yeah. And she's coming in with a big tan. Yeah. All happy and thrilled yeah. for some reason. Yeah. And so we know that she went on this trip. Yeah. And I believe we know she went to, <laughs> to the Hilton Head. I, I don't know if we even know that definitively or not. I don't. But she had the tag. Why? No, what? I think she was there. Yeah. I yeah. think it was pretty much like, yeah, you were. But I'm not sure if it's. Either way. The she, tag would indicate that she was there. Yes. And she was on this trip um, and is already being cagey about it. She yeah. comes back. Let's see. We know she met Emily at some point one-on-one. Yes. And gave her a snow globe their grandmother gave her. Yes. So who knows? Maybe she actually saw her grandma too and then went to Hilton Head. Maybe she stopped. She started at her grandma's. Could be. You, you know, know. Or she's lying about who, any, who knows. Yeah. But she gives Emily this snow globe, which is where... At the end of the season, Emily finds that the key in it. Yes. And that leads them to the drive with all the photos and yeah. videos. But so she had a one-on-one meeting with Emily. We also see around that time in flashback, she had a one-on meeting with Jenna. In the hospital. In the hospital where yeah. Jenna was recovering from being blinded. Yes. And tells her, I have these tapes that show you, you know, forcing yourself on your brother, stepbrother, and mm-hmm. blackmailing him. And if you want me to keep those, like, don't ever come back to town. Yeah. Like, we blinded you, but keep that sh- to yourself because yep. we've got this on you. Um, so she had a meeting with Jenna. Um, we know she met up with all the liars in the barn. Yeah, they had, like, a girls' hangout mm-hmm. session. Like a little slumber party. Listening to 303. <laughs> yep. Talking about their summers. Yep, having some drinks. Yeah. Uh, and then they all fell asleep and woke up and she was gone. Right. Now, I guess we don't know which one came first, but presumably that happened first. Then she slipped out. Oh, we know she met with Toby. That was where she went next. Yes. Because sure. she was cold. And he gave her the jacket yes. that we see her wearing. I don't know if she went to him or he went to her, but basically they met and he was like, um, thank you for help. actually helping me. I'm taking the fall for your guys' blinding my stepsister because I want to get away from her. Right. Because she's a creep. And he goes off to boarding school but yeah, she's, or whatever. Yeah, so he goes off to a yeah, juvie or whatever yeah, it is. something. Um, yeah, and like you said, she's cold, so he give, offers her... His the, sweatshirt, sweater. The green jacket. Jacket. Yeah, <laughs> Some I, article of clothing. I can't yeah, even remember I wasn't now. fully sure what it was. It's something that later becomes evidence linking him to her. It's yes. got her DNA on it. Yeah. She had it when she died, I guess. Uh, but he said, tells, you know, the girls and us, the audience, I met up with her. I was actually happy with her. And I gave her that. She was cold. And then she got in a mystery car and drove off. With some guy. So she met up with uh, Toby. And then got in a car with some guy who I'm pretty sure we know is Ian now. But it once again. It has to be based on the video. I, it has to be We based just on know the video. that she was with Ian by the end of the night. So I'm just going to say, presumably got in the car with Ian. We still don't know. Got in the car with somebody. And then at whatever point, either drove with him to the Kissing Rock or met up with him later, but then we know she met Ian at the Kissing Rock, and he took the video that we see later in the thing that seems to be of her final moments. In the in her classic yellow, roughly top, that yeah. lets you know it's her last day, and the, you know you want to kiss me. Yeah. But, so offhand, we might have been missing something. That day she came back from a trip, mm-hmm. you know, had gone on a whole trip, uh, met individually with Emily, Jenna, 
the girls in the barn, Toby and Ian. Like, she's already very busy. And I guess we've talked about, we think, remember there being other reveals throughout the show of, like, other things that happened that night. Like, it's, she had an insane, uh, lengthy evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she definitely accomplished a lot. There's definitely still holes yes. in that, oh, yeah. that day. We still barely know anything. <laughs> um, And I think, you know, that's going to continue to be a running theme. Oh, yeah. As we continue to try and figure out answers it's like all right what other holes are there in that day and night yes yeah um so i guess we can also we could just talk about about our liars like you know those are that's who the show's about and what we think their you know growth was this season or their character arcs yeah because these all all four of these girls go through a lot of growth. Yes. Well, <laughs> some of these girls. Some of them go through, through <laughs> life-changing growth, and some of them play dress up. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> it, it, the, the point is, uh, the girls that aren't Arya have some growth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Who should we start with? Let's start with Arya. All right. Let's start with the girl because Arya. She was our the intended least, lead. Yes, she definitely felt like the main lead. And what's crazy is they, in the very beginning, pile so much onto her. She, um... What do they pile onto her? Okay, well, she just got back from Europe, all right? So she has to adjust <laughs> back to the American life. Oh, the poor thing. All right, that is tough. She knows that her father cheated on her mom yeah, with a TA. That's true. And this... She's been keeping it quiet for him. Yes. And essentially and betraying her mom by doing so, but yes. being in a horrible position she never should have been put yes. in. Yes. So not only does she have to deal with the death of her best friend, Allison De Laurentiis, she has her now potential divorce of her parents. Yes. Um, splitting because the mom finds out. But then also, too, she's got to deal with the fact that the man of her dreams is her also teacher. her English teacher. And yes. that's a lot. Yes. She basically meets Ezra Fitz, and then that's her story for the rest of the season. But yes, the meets him before school starts, and he thinks she's a little coaster. bit older, and she just kind of plays along. And then they meet in class where he's the new teacher. Yeah. And they don't stop. Yeah. They become a secret relationship. Till the end of season. It is a crime, and it is gross, and it is a weird thing to be on TV. And I feel like most watchers like who love this show, like... Still love the show, but they come back. I've heard a lot of stories where, like, yeah, I watched this when I was, like, 12 or something. Yeah. And I thought it was beautiful and romantic and, like, the dream. And it's like, now I yeah. watch it, and it's like, oh, my God. You know, it's it's a weird choice, but. Yeah. I mean, it plays into a fantasy. Yeah. You know, that that people have. And so yeah. I, I, I get it yeah. from like the, a show perspective, like fantasy fulfillment, you know, and also it's very obvious from season one that these girls are not actually 16 year old girls. These well, actors the actresses, are no. clearly in their twenties. Uh, they don't look that no, much older. Honestly, going back and rewatching the show, there are moments in the season where I'm like, Oh dude, Jenna is, Oh, Jenna always was clearly not. <laughs> Jenna does not look like a high school. No, no. The liars um, more or less do enough, I think. Sometimes, but I also I I notice it. So, but yeah, I mean that doesn't change. Yeah, 
Yeah. You get that roller coaster relationship. Yes. And what you learn from Arya is that she doesn't know how to deal and compartmentalize mm-hmm. her problems. And at the end of the day, her main focus truly is Ezra Fitz. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because, look, we give Arya a lot of shit. And I think the fandom gives Arya a lot of shit. We also love her. I mean, she's Phil's favorite. She's my favorite liar. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't. By, and by the end of this show, by the end of season seven, you will truly understand why Arya is my favorite. All right. I'll or be... you probably won't. Right. And right. You'll just realize I love Lucy Hill. Yeah, ex- I know that. She's already. fantastic. Yeah. And she is. She's great. They're all great. Um, I, you know, look, I don't hate Arya. Uh, I do, outside of the fact that we just said that storyline with her and a teacher is creepy. And it's like, what is happening here? But also, because of that storyline, she's mostly wrapped up in it so mm-hmm. often the main complaint about her i think from the fandom becomes where were you like were you where was your head where like physically where were you in the episode half the time you know yeah. like you're just wrapped up in that like you come into the other stuff but you always get drawn right back out it seems like you, you know you, you don't participate as often that you know that's what you really care about so it's harder to you know fall for her like we do the other liars well, I think the thing with her is that her archetype is like the creative romantic. She's like the artsy romantic. Yes. And she's just kind of left as this pretentious cliche a lot of the time. Yes. She's, you see bits and pieces of her. There's parts where I'm like, oh, hey, get it, Arya. You're really cool. You're really interesting. But yeah. she's left very surfacey and right. like and a little a little annoying at times with that. Like, you know, it just comes off as more pretentious than this fleshed out artsy character. Well, because, and I, I think that's the one thing that I do like about her, is it feels like she's trying to be, being the English fan that she is, mm-hmm. loving her poetry and reading her books. Like, it definitely feels like she's trying too hard to be the character of a story. Yes. She's you know? very into that. Or she's like, I'm the main and... character. Yes. But I don't know how to be the main character. Yeah. You know? Um, and I hope... I hope, because I don't fully remember where by the end she ends up, but mm-hmm. I feel like I want her to have a, a, a an arc that completely 180 changes by the end. That'd be cool, <laughs> since I'm not the biggest fan of where she's at now, but, uh, you know, we'll see where she goes. Yeah. I guess what else just happened? She's, she's dealt with her parents, the truth coming out about her father's affair, them separating. Yeah, so she is dealing with that her little brother hates her and blames her for that because <laughs> he's met her and uh, she gets picked on a little bit by a and that's she oh a little a little bit yeah she a gets little. her turn barely but that's it she mostly yes i will say though because sometimes there's complaints that Arya doesn't get targeted as often and, I, and she really doesn't but at least with the ezra there's one storyline in here where a does a blackmail to expose ezra Arya, right. and, and ezra as a couple but i think mostly a leaves them alone because clearly the show pushes them and they're like so right. like you can never really do that much because it wouldn't be hard to uncover it you know well, like the, if a picks at that thread all the time like they can't have a relationship right and but yeah because the show definitely plays it as we want this to succeed mm-hmm. you, if there's one thing you should ship this season it's these two weird choice show real weird choice but yes how but in saying that, I also agree that the other liars 
their initial romantic partners in the beginning of the show aren't don't live up to what Ezra has to offer. Well, no, but but their initial ones are the ones they start with, basically, that end really fast. Yeah, but I, I would like for there to be some consistency with someone in this show. Yeah. There's so much change that goes on. Arya is there's nothing if not consistent. <laughs> yes, and I at least appreciate the consistency. You but... know, did you suck this season? A hundred percent. Did you consistently suck? Also, yes. <laughs> did you have Thank some you. moments? No, no, I'm just kidding. No, she did. She had moments. She had a, she definitely a few had moments. one-liners. Yeah. You know, she had, had... some great fashion choices, some insane fashion fumbles, but that's uh, kind of her thing, too, and what yeah. you love about her. You know, she... Takes risks. She was there to throw those doughy eyes around. Yes. In confusion and panic and... And she is a good friend when she's not distracted by her own bullshit most yes. of the time, but sometimes is a good friend so yeah that's where she's at well also with her man ezra he's just quit teaching at her school so that's they, where it ends yeah they say they could be together now even though she's still i guess Season of legal age two. there it's we had a whole conversation about that's still real weird for what the town would think of them as a couple but right hey, now they feel like they could be together you ready for this season two i'm shipping them oh god that's my new favorite relationship in season two, because look, they can do whatever they want. <laughs> they can go out and drink coffee. Um, they can clearly, they don't have to hang out in his apartment anymore. Oh, God, good. But she's got that incept. Oh, a little, a little uh, wording I can't come up with right now, but <laughs> uh, throwing them off course is Jackie Molina, his ex-fiance, who he reluctantly told her about when she saw her on his website page the one thing we learn ezria can get through anything <laughs> they can literally get past the cops yes yeah, they can do it all <laughs> well you know maybe but right now she's not talking to him last we saw she stormed off because jackie molina works at the school the college that her father works at and that Ezra's now working at and he never he failed to mention that so she is pissed yeah she'll be talking to him Season two, baby. Season two, episode one, I'm sure. But for now. Right back to square one. That's what I'm remembering and guessing. But we'll see. Yeah. But for now, she's pissed. That's where we leave her. Um, Who do you want to talk about next? Oh, gosh. I kind of want to. Let's do Emily next. Okay. Because I feel like the two big ones, let's say, for the end. Yeah. Hannah That's and fair. Spencer. Yeah. Emily's somewhere in the middle. Um, because, she's... yeah, Emily feels like the most... And I say this in the kindest way possible, but in the beginning of this show, like first few episodes, she was kind of the boring one. Yeah. And again, if we're going out to the larger fandom, I feel like she kind of gets tagged as the boring one. People in don't hate her. Yes. Some people, they're like, eh, I don't really care for her. She's kind of boring. Right. They're not basic outfit choices. Yeah. You know, they're not completely wrong in the scope of things. Right. But I love Emily. Yes. But I appreciate it because the arc that they do give her. Yeah. Which is, she's the one that, she's very sporty, mm -hmm. um, kind of shy a little bit. A little bit. You know, a little she's, on the she's a little more reserved than the other three. Yeah. You know, who are, are definitely the in-your-face aggressive types. Yeah. Uh, but they do give her the, the um, coming out story. Yeah. And it was uh, great, honestly. I really liked it. Yes. They were like, hey, we want to portray... Um, the issue of dealing with your sexuality mm -hmm. in high school, because that is a, a thing that happens for a lot of people. Yeah. 
And they gave her that story, which I love. Yeah, they showed it can be tough. It, yes. Um, you're better off though once you do when you're when you're your authentic self. Life can be so much better. We saw that. Uh, we saw her mother Pam struggle with it, mm-hmm. which I was not a fan of Pam for that. But come around and see the error of her yes. ways and realize ultimately, oh wait, I love my daughter. Like oh, I don't want to like do anything that right. would hurt her just because I'm holding on to some antiquated notion in my head. Yeah. Well, and the thing that this show kind of plays with, uh, and and kind of uses as a backdrop is is Rosewood is kind of it's a small town. It's it's a small town. And one of the things that comes with the small towns is they're more conservative. Yeah, at the very uh, least, socially and and yeah. there's a lot of classism. Yes, I was you know, gonna say we at least see that there's yes, reputations, there's, there's gossip, there's yes, there's levels of elitism, and they and you notice it because it's like it happens in the town of Rosewood and it happens in the high school. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of the way it is. Very much like the world of Gossip Girl. Yes, where everyone looks at everyone in tiers Mm -hmm. and you have to do everything in your power to stay on the highest tier you can or move your way up yeah and so with emily we really get to see her kind of break those barriers but also at the same time not in in a very wonderful way Mm -hmm. because immediately her all of her friends like the other three liars are like we love you no matter what yeah we don't care who you love we love you Yes. And we're here for you. So she did have a good support system. Yep. Um, and they showed the positive of like, oh, yeah, she could just be a girl living her life now. And yeah. sometimes gets menaced by, a, you know, unknown entity and potential yeah. murderers and things. But, or you know, the other father than the- of other students. <laughs> yes. Yes. Who berate her. Right. Well, that was like a school. real world, an actual <laughs> real world uh, homophobic incident. Because, yeah, yeah, they throw those things where she still has to deal with it. But she takes those punches. But that she can just be another character living their life and being awesome yeah and that could just be a part of who they are without being their entire character and there's a and you can feel there's a lot of weight lifted off her shoulders once that happens yeah i'm glad i like the way they did it yes it, it, it was her it felt really positive her storyline was the most minor storyline because that was really all she had in her relationships yeah. um she didn't really really get messed with a lot you know, she was kind of roped into some of the other girls' things, you know, where they're like, oh, I'm going to pen you against another liar. Yeah. Just to cause rumblings. Um, well, no. Remembering, A, A target her emotionally sometimes. Because here's the other thing we learned for about. like one or two episodes. But the other thing we learned about Emily is yeah. out of the liars, she was the closest seeming to Allison because we find out she was in love with Allison. Mm-hmm. We don't know how Allison really felt, but she didn't seem to reciprocate. She mm. at times played with it, but we played can't we don't idea. know. Yeah. They they had a couple kisses is what we find out. Well, and then she would turn around and be a bitch about it and be like, "Don't be such a homo, you know, it was just a kiss." Yeah. And, but but going back to the manipulative, it was she also knew how to manipulate uh, Emily the most. Yes. Because, you know, the very she knew least, her feelings. she knew with those feelings that, yes, she could control her the best. So yeah. it's it's hard to say. Uh, but so we see that she sometimes get hits with those emotional sucker punches from A, where A will bring up the past and Allison in that way to kind of get in her head. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but that's also been a part of Emily's journey is becoming more outspoken and standing up for herself. Yes. You know, so it, that's been fun. Um I guess we'll relieve her is is uh, she has uh her mom who we mentioned who's 
started out a little rough when she was dealing with the, her daughter coming out, but then came around. Yes. And from what I recall remembering, I feel like we're on a good path from here with her. We'll see. I remember enjoying Pam, where yeah. she had some unenjoyable moments in this season. Yes. Uh, uh, and then, of course, uh, we have Maya as her first real love interest. Yes. Uh, I wouldn't count Ben. He was only there for yeah. a very brief moment yeah. and flickered out really fast and really hard. And um, and so we Maya's kind of her first, right? Who's already gone? Who who we? I'm hoping to see again because we loved her. But part of our hatred for Pam is because oh, yeah. she found uh, an Altoids can with with weed in Maya's bag. And had her parents send her off. Well, to... she reported it to her parents, and her parents had... chose to send. No, the conversation was Pam was like, "If you want to make it in this town, if you want to, <laughs> we to did not... not see that. That's your guessing. If you want to make it in this town, <laughs> you got to get rid of your daughter. You got to get rid of your daughter. <laughs> if you send your daughter off to get clean." And come, she can come back, and you guys can stay in this town. She had her hand in it, but her parents chose to do that. But yes, she's been gone. She had a brief contact with Emily, and then, like, we don't even know. They don't even get into it, but, like, Ow. she just came to pull away. So she's moved on. Yeah. Now she's got Paige McCullers as... Who started a, out as a bully. Yes. A homophobic bully. Yes, who projected <laughs> her insecurities onto Emily because she was secretly gay. And then secretly kissed Emily and ran off into the dark and then showed up from the bushes and then jumped into the... Like, she was just all over the place. She, She's struggling greatly with coming out. Yes. And because we are, her dad sucks. Her dad is a piece of shit. And yeah. we are struggling as an audience to accept her because they... It's hard. It's hard. Came in with a real rough haircut. Tried to drown she, her. She held Emily's head <laughs> under the pool. Like, you were like, what? So... Well, actually, Emily's... She's in a good spot where, well, she... Told, uh, she told Paige she couldn't, Paige wasn't ready to come out. She's like, well, I'm not ready to go back in the closet, so yeah. talk to me sometime later. Hey, hey, Samara hey, showed up, Samara, hot, creative, yeah. blonde, who's sexy and <laughs> cool and, yeah, artsy. Uh, they are making some kind of connection. I think that's really just where we left her. Yeah, yeah. She kind of ends... Except that uh, she also has a father, an amazing father, who's the best man on Rosewood, it seems, and it's easier for him to hold that because he's never there. (laughs) Yes. When he shows up, because he's in the military, uh, he's just pretty awesome and then usually leaves again. Yeah, because even when he finds out that she's she's gay, he felt a little more accepting where he was like i don't love this first instinct was his daughter's well-being but like when they had the dinner they had that nice dinner where uh, emily's parents invited maya over just to kind of get to know her the dad seemed like he was having a good time and he was definitely doing his best and interested in yeah it was pam who was throwing tomato cans of tomatoes around and crying yes yes Um, yes we 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 love wayne um but unfortunately Wayne's current position in a training position in the military in Texas Texas is extended another year. So Pam's like, hey, we can't be apart that long. Emily, you and I got to go move to Texas and be with him. Yeah. That's where we've left them. So season one, yeah. She's supposedly leaving. Yes. Um, You know, spoiler alert, um, probably not going to happen. Well, you can't. (laughs) You're not going to, like, separate the main characters of the show. It's just, you know. But at the same time, I mean... You could shoot from other places and you could have a storyline where you're somewhere else. It could happen. Yeah, but also she could maybe just go away for a little bit and something happens and she comes back. True, true. I mean, it doesn't have to be like a permanent, she's gone. They could do something. It's true, it's true. 
oh, she went to Texas, but something bad happened, and she had to come back. Yeah. I mean, there's there's things they could definitely do. We'll see what plays out. But for now, that's where we leave her. Yeah. Uh, so then we go to who comes next, Hannah or Spencer? I'll let you pick this one. <sighs> who do you want to say for the end? Who do you think has the best growth in this season? Hannah. So let's do Spencer first. All right, let's talk Spencer. Um, The smart, intelligent. Oof. Gosh, she's wonderful. Ambitious. Spencer Hastings. Gonna be the president of the United States yes. one day. <laughs> you know, she is she is type A. Not to be confused with A, but yes. uh, she is very organized. She is driven. She is intense. She is very smart. Yes. She's also pretty funny. Um, you know, she's... <laughs> Melissa doesn't like her sense of humor. <laughs> Melissa does not care for it whatsoever. It's true. She has a tumultuous relationship with her sister and, by extension, her parents as well. Okay, but why does she have a tumultuous relationship with her sister? Because she can't stop, you know, dating her sister's boyfriends. <laughs> So it was Ian's part first. of it. Yep, Ian. We find out. Yes, we find out she had a thing with Ian, and that yes. was her, yeah. And then and then when the show starts, Melissa comes in with a fiance, who then is a British dude named Ren. Named Ren, who Spencer makes out with as well, because um, he immediately is attracted to Spencer. Yes, and because everyone's a pervert, all the men are perverts in this town. Because yeah. again, she was, uh, I guess, a shitty sister for kissing her sister's boyfriends but both of those boyfriends were older men preying upon her in her home yeah but yeah she she is very competitive and has a tough relationship with her sister she's well there's competition with her and her sister very much competition they are very much vying to be best the the favorite child best human being like yes like oh if you have a 4.0 i'm gonna have a 4.2 yeah you know i'm gonna do everything better than you yeah Although and Spencer does not. <laughs> she does not. She, she could. She has, she, the thing with Spencer is, in the very beginning of this season, they definitely built her to be, if there was going to be the badass of the group, the one who's going to be leading them into the charge of whatever they're heading into. It's her. It's her. And she stays that way. She fumbles, but she's still that position on the show. Who takes that spot? I no one. Yeah, I think that's the. Pro- I think that's the out thing of about, them. She's I, the most. <laughs> I think that's the thing about season one is there is no real. There's bits and pieces of teamwork, but they're still very scattered. Yeah. A still has them running in all different directions. Yes, they they haven't become the full blown cohesive team we need them to be. Yeah, need them to be like I'm, we'll have to see if that ever happens. <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah, it's a good chance I made it. <laughs> they're always just but you know that's kind of part of the fun um yeah she's you know she's 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 that kind of girl she's great um but yeah she's she gets along with her parents but also they're not around enough they that's put a lot of pressure on her yeah that's how they, yeah they yeah. get along by not being around she her. feels neglected and yeah. often is and melissa's treated you know a bit like the golden child over yeah her. oh definitely definitely um she uh she has alex no she's had a couple like yeah love interest it was alex first so she was single at the beginning of the show well yes and then she was flirting with ren oh that's right yeah it was her and ren so technically her and ren yeah and then alex sweet boy from the the country club yes from the other side of the tracks who a sent packing because like did some crap that pissed him off that looked like it was spencer yeah you know that whole thing with the admission but also like the one relationship that fizzles out so fast yeah 
And it was kind of surprising. They were it almost was hot just and heavy, like, and like we were into it. We're like, this guy yeah. is really cool. They have great chemistry. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, bye. Yeah, a tainted, and like who knows, he might show up. Well, yeah, I but know, I mean, I you really could say the know. same thing about Maya. Yeah, like oh, she could, exactly. She technically could come back. Yeah. I we mean, have it's some not like love interests that like ended, but weren't like didn't really have closure. Yeah. So because hey, let's not forget we didn't talk about this with Arya, no Khan. Oh yeah, for one episode. Yeah, <laughs> and then just disappeared. Well, yeah, after like, he was disgraced and. But then at the end of the ep- end, end of the season, yeah, season he's still in town. He's still in town. Dude's still around. Yep, he's he's he could be back. He could. Let's go. I want no. I want no con two I do like them. I do. Um, but so yeah. And then uh, Spencer is now with Toby. Yes, that was a uh, towards the end romance that she established with the Boo Radley of Rosewood. And why is that? Because Toby's no longer suspect number one. I thought you were gonna say because he got rid of that horrible hair he had in the first half of the season well yes no he, <laughs> him becoming better looking getting abs yes all smart yes and then yes like you said but, uh, he was a suspect for the murder and now is no longer at least in the eyes of the and who is it now spencer it's spencer Hastings. herself she yes there's so, been a bunch of uh little bonding here yeah the, uh, being pariahs we're and the being two friends. pariahs of the town yes <laughs> let's get together um but yeah so uh, and, and i like that because you have you have spencer towards the end being the one pushed to the brink mm-hmm. you know because they're searching her the cops are searching her house she's struggling with all the legal stuff her parents are like riding her ass to be the best possible version of herself that she can be but she also has toby who is her safe place to land. And he is. And he is. And so I like where they kind of leave her off at the end of season one. Yeah. Because it's like, hey, you're the one that everyone's looking at. And you're now the murderer, supposedly. Well, we don't know where the... I don't even know where things really... I saw where they ended, but where they're going to think about that. I guess she's still... But it's still open. But then... Like, who else would it be? Well... I was going to say Ian, who tries to kill her at the end of the season, but then his body's gone. So there's no body. Who knows what the cops believe about their, there's still no anything evidence. that's happened. Yeah, so it doesn't look good. Yeah, because you can't take even the videos that they have and be like, oh, these we we got these from Ian. We found these on Ian's stuff. Mm, yeah. Because you've learned that them taking stuff to the well, cops. Well, right, nothing is, ever works out when they go to the cops. But it's not a thing. Yeah, so she's been left having the most trauma really of the season probably at least of the finale where she was like ian tried to kill her right and a came out of nowhere or what seemed to be a someone in a hoodie and shoved him off the ledge he was wrapped up in the ropes they came back with the cops now there's no body right who knows uh but she's with toby (laughs) yes spoby you know and and her sister's in the hospital yeah with uh after a car accident and pregnant yeah. and the baby's potentially in danger mm-hmm. and now her husband is dead or and or missing yep which is gonna be crazy either way for her because it's like even if they don't believe that he's dead like they said well that's almost worse like where the hell is he then yeah because she doesn't she's i mean we don't know maybe she maybe she'll believe spencer when she tells her hey try to kill me i wouldn't just say that yeah. i who this that i want to see yeah it's like God. It's every time you wonder if their relationship can any more tense. Yeah. Uh, your husband tried to kill me, and I, I he got killed instead. Uh, yeah, that'll be good. Uh, but yeah, I, I love Spencer. 
Yes. I... She's so confident. And like we said, like, you, you almost think, like, she's the... They're all gorgeous actresses and characters. Yeah. But, like, you'd almost feel like she was the mousiest because she's the smart one. Right. But she's not really played like that. And then, we like we talk about, she's got this just natural sexiness as a as a, as an actress that's just, like, charismatic and, like, interesting. And she's right. seems very bold and intelligent and, like, vibrant. And she's very subtly that way. Like, it's... Yeah. You're like, oh, you've got you a Spencer charm. Yeah. But at the same time, it felt like we still haven't seen her, like, full potential. Yeah, she's got a lot of potential to go in all kinds of ways. You know, I feel like outside of Arya, I feel like she had the least amount of growth. If I really look at it. Like, if you're, like, comparing it, I'm trying to... Her growth this season would be smaller, but she did break out a bit out of being under her parents like or in her sister's shadow like she learned some things about her dad she realized oh my dad plays these high stakes games of power and manipulation a little bit he thinks winning is more important than anything and i don't subscribe to that and i'm not going to follow that for my life she had that lesson i feel like that's pretty important for someone with her background yeah i guess she told him like fuck you dad whatever to one something after that you know yeah but who who hasn't who's had they do issues. but i mean i think it's part of anyone's growth and and for her specifically that's a good thing to learn like oh my family comes from this high power money you know and yeah. high stakes and all these things in society and like i i don't want that to i don't want to be my sister who's like all uptight and like cares about pretenses more than anything and i just i for me it feels like she dated a poor boy what more growth do you want from her? Okay, others, <laughs> others on this show are dating poor boys. Um, no, I, what, I think more so. What I meant with that is that for her, they set her up to be, you know, driven, mm-hmm. the best there is. You know, student number one, valedictorian. Like this is the best, right? But that's definitely true but also part of just the outer shell there's a lot more right but it feels too like for them setting her up to be that i feel like instead of her just like you know pushing forward through this episode it was more like a drunken stupor (laughs) okay to the end of this season that's extreme a lot of falters she has her moments where she's out there just shouting shit randomly and getting (laughs) in people's faces and saying oh, outlandish oh yeah, things. She's, she's, she's got a lot of, of ways to go. It's true. With no real. But like... she's still the <laughs> out of the group. She tends to make the best choices. I think so far that we've seen, or at least she's the most active. So she might make the worst choices sometimes because she makes the most choices. But yes, you know, I don't think she's shown to be not that. But I think like she we're saying, gets sidetracked easily. And, and there's a lot more to her. Like you know, and you're like, oh, this type A, like, can that break? Can that snap? Yeah. You know, you is that also your weakness? Yeah. She's the one when it comes to season two, I'm excited to see where her story goes. Yes. You know. You know, see if she's going to jail for murder for starters, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to continue her as the town pariah? Where is that yeah. going to go? Uh, and that uh, leads us with our sweet baby Hannah. The one, in my opinion, that has the most she growth does. I this think so too. season. Yeah. Because she goes from the insecure, hefty Hannah to the it girl mm-hmm. after allison goes away she's now takes allison. her place yeah she's got her sidekick in mona and she rules the school and 
and she plays into all of the high school mean girl tropes that you're supposed to play into in the beginning it yes. seems like it we don't get a lot of time with it so we don't really see her be mean we no. see her be no. shallow or like care about yes. shopping so it's hard to say we're kind of left not knowing but we do know that her best ramona does it yeah so we no, have she, to you're... and we know her former best friend or one of best friends allison did it yes she was insecure and under her but we it, we, we kind of saw that none of the girls stood up to her then that much and so it might be the same type of thing here with ramona where it's like oh i'm not outwardly as mean as she is but i might giggle when she does it or i just slap her on the hand and go mona and walk off with her but, no, because you know. there's definitely times in this season where Mona's like, "Oh, why aren't we do like we let's do it like we used to?" Right? Or, oh, oh, did you how, see so and so's dress? Yeah, like, oh, you like, why are you being so soft all of a sudden? Like, she makes comments. She does where it's like Hannah at one point was Allison 2.0, and there's references to that. We'll see if we see any more. I don't feel like we've seen enough to be Allison 2.0, like in an Allison well, way, because Allison is a whole thing. Well, but not on that level. But like being what, kind of a bitchy it girl who might for, like yeah, on the outside, yeah, not be always the kindest, or most thoughtful, and yes, not have the best priorities. But also is humbled, and then has to grow from that. That and and slowly becomes a more understanding and caring oh, absolutely and supportive very person. empathetic honestly yes. she's the most she's she breaks down those barriers you know um she kind of moves away from the box that she was i think there was a lot of things holding her back mm-hmm. one being sean and well just in the way that like she seemed to be going along with her boyfriend sean and just actually it's hard to say i think she needed to move on from him but i don't know if he was holding her back in the same way because he was actually like a sweet nice guy and he was very popular but he didn't seem to be like the typical jock like asshole but i know what you mean like it probably did also well that's where it's hard because it fits the uh ideal being with the prom he ended up being prom king you know right. like the jock He's the jock the, the pretty boy yeah. the nice guy but at the same time he him. was that nice and she had a relationship but she always liked him beforehand like so it's like he is sort of like the guy you should be with in that scenario but also right. he is a good guy so it's a little it's a little weird but they also found that like maybe they you know weren't as right for each other as yeah. the show went on and she maybe someone a little more real and messy <laughs> yes was her speed you know for sure that's true yeah and so after, um, after him, Sean, after Sean, yeah, she kind of, she, she, you know, decides to maybe be single for a second, uh, builds a relationship uh, or a friendship with, with uh, Caleb. Luke, Lucas. Lucas. Sorry. I always, uh, always yeah. do that with their names. Uh, and so Lucas comes in as kind of the nerdy, quiet, works for the yearbook, loves star wars uh kind of kind of kid who was also very much picked on by allison she referred to him as hermie hermie the hermaphrodite the hermaphrodite cruel rumor she just made up yes and so they kind of bond and obviously he she didn't seem to reciprocate his feelings all the way but of course she was also with sean when it started and then he pulled away and was a big bitch baby and before anything else could go on there uh in came street urchin pretty boy bad boy tech hacker hacker caleb Caleb. (laughs) and he stole all of our hearts (laughs) 
you know. Uh, he got us with that cool beanie and fingerless gloves and casual way and his flirty, insulting banter with Hannah. It's insulting, but... There's, like teasing. But, yes. It's, but he also is like, hey, you, you're pretty special and you don't know it. Yes, it was very much know? that, too. So, yeah, it was... Def- he was definitely a big fan. Yes. Yeah. As we all were this season, mm-hmm. you know, Hannah was uh, was the best. She was. The best. She's, here's Hannah. You know, she's she's bubbly. She's hilarious. She's a bit of a ditz, but she kind of owns it by the end of the show. Like, she doesn't seem to, like, really be stuck up on that. But she also shows how smart she is and emotionally intelligent. Right. But she's going to give you these hilarious one-liners that are smart and clever. She's going to give you a hilarious miss step or quote yeah or just blurting something out you know because she's Mm -hmm. a little ditzy that's hilarious uh she's gonna be vulnerable and break your heart you know she's gonna be strong and stand up to adversity and bullies she does all season um she's got her single mother ashley you know they're kind of a team they stumble, <laughs> yeah. but they support each other and they keep on trekking. Yeah. Uh, she's got an asshole father who's out of the picture. Doesn't seem to have anything much to do with her at all anymore. So she's yeah. definitely got her daddy issues. Um, but, you know, she, she just she's she's scrappy. Yep. And her season ends with heartbreak. Yeah. Caleb, we find out, had some alternative motives when he started talking to her. Was working for Jenna to get yeah. information. He tells her, hey, that was just how it started. I didn't think it really meant anything. I thought it was mean girl drama. And then I fell for you, you know, but he didn't get a chance. Sex in the woods. Yep. Lost her virginity (laughs) to him. But she thinks that was all fake. Um, And he got on a bus. And that was to be it. But then we see uh, Lucas. Lucas picked him up. How did Lucas find him, by the way? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe they'll tell us that. But Lucas... He's a smart one. ...went and found him and drove him back so that they could reunite is is really all it seems to be. But, you know, like at the very end, it's like they had... At least they have something to say to each other. They did not have a final talk after their fight. No. He wrote a letter she never received. Mona ripped it up. All of that drama. So, yeah, that's where where we leave our girl. But she's just... You know, A put it through her with some emotional stuff. Like we said, she used to be Hefty Hannah. That was the cruel name that... Allison gave her because she was like 10 pounds higher than, you know, her weight, healthy weight would have been or something or regular, what expected weight, whatever you call any of that, you know, she was just a very normal looking teenager that was gorgeous, you know, but not stick skinny. So Allison, you know, used that to manipulate her all the time. Right. You sure you want to eat that? Yeah. You know, uh... So definitely part of her growth is is getting her uh, confidence. Yeah. You know, and she slimmed down and became the it girl, but it's like, she looked great before. She didn't need to, but, you know, right. she just needed to find that inner confidence, which she also did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she, she definitely had the most growth, and it was a wonderful story to watch. Her her story arc in season one was my favorite, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I was, I was greatly impressed. Um, and like all of them, I'm very excited to see what season two is going to, yes, is going to do. Cause you've set up a lot. We've got, you know, some solid relationships forming. We've got some that we're not sure what's happening, you know, and no real questions have been answered. 
at all in Probably any way, not. shape, or form. Yeah, just little bits and pieces of a yeah. bigger picture that's Ian still may have killed her. completely unclear. <laughs> yeah. Jenna could be A. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But also, so could like 90 other people. Yeah. <sighs> it's, I just, I, I can't wait to jump back in. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to season two. Yeah. Season uh, one, it, you know, knocked it off. out of the ballpark. You know, yes. I think I was pretty obsessed with the show after just a few episodes. Yeah. It didn't take long. Um, but then, of course, you know, season one ends, you're throwing stuff in the air. You're cursing at the sky because you've mm-hmm. got you're no further along than you were at the 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 beginning of season one. Yeah, not much more, you know. And and that's kind of what was I loved about this season is it be, the end of episode one has that a text to all the girls where it's like, hey, get ready. I'm still gonna here, get crazy. bitches, and I know everything. Yeah, and then season one ends with a just being like. Hey, you thought this was over? Yep. (laughs) Let's keep going. Yep. So, uh, you know, more of more of the same, and uh, it's probably going to be just another season of Of just insanity. But also, so much that's going to probably go on. Where by the end of season two, we're like, okay, can I do this again? Right? (laughs) Can I go through these? Can my heart take it? You know what, Philip? I, I think it brings us to uh, being time for the first annual Guyers Awards. Or something like that. Uh, <laughs> now you have to do the opening monologue. Right. You know, uh, you, know. you have to make fun of all the liars and all the supporting cats. Oh, we have to do like a roast, like a little yeah. opening. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, we have... A handful of different uh, award categories yes. that we came up with because, you know, like we said, there's a lot of characters introduced in season one. There's a lot of storylines. There's a lot thrown at us. Uh, so we just wanted to sh- just show a little love. Yeah. And also we had to do uh, our yes. math, tabulate our uh, best and worst liars for the season based on their tallies as winning best or worst liar for each episode yes now do you want to start with those results or end with those results let's let's just go ahead and start with them. okay so let's kick those off all right um so yeah like we said so at the end of every episode you and i vote on our best liar of the episode and worst and sometimes we, each got we agree our, yeah and we each got our own vote yes so not and always the same yes we definitely there were some episodes some heated, in there heated a uh, conversation it got a little personal yeah it got a little personal There's, the feelings were hurt things were said uh but here we are yes and okay let's see i'll start with yours philip for best liar of the entire season mm-hmm. on number of wins you are uh, Miss Hannah Marin is your winner. Yeah. Boom, boom, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hannah, unfortunately, was could not be here tonight to receive her award. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Hannah, I mean, we said it. Hannah had the most growth. She had the strongest and quickest turnaround out of all of them. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of them are still stumbling, and she pretty quickly became very independent and strong and amazing so it, it doesn't surprise no. me that that she would be my pick uh, yeah she had uh 
Nine out of the 22 episodes for you, she won. Yeah. And for my winner, it is, not surprisingly, Hannah Marin. Same go. thing. <laughs> I mean, you know, she swept it for both of us. Mine even a little more. She won 10 of my episodes. Yeah. Or How 10 many of my for, picks. For me, it was nine. And yours was nine. Okay. Yeah, she finished with 19. That was the most uh, total votes uh mvp votes yes so she is the season winner yeah but hey also shockingly the second place i was not expecting this when i went back yeah is i guess emily yeah yeah it's emily by the numbers uh oh yeah for best yeah it's both of ours yeah yeah i had her for seven wins and you had another seven wins for you as well yeah crazy yeah. that that was yeah that was you know and i think it's out. because she, like we talked about she was on her own journey and while she's like a little more chill sometimes like when she had her moments they were big yeah. moments yeah yeah she had some strong episodes this year where you're like oh she's kind of the like quiet laid back one but she's also getting shit done mm-hmm. you know yeah all right and then worst liar spencer i was to say to figure out the results okay. just to tell you third place again equal all our top three equal was spencer <laughs> And we both had five for her. And then uh, the least wins was Arya for both of us there, too. Uh, though you gave her one win. Yes. I she, gave her nothing. She got one. She got one pity one. And it was just because I couldn't. It was. I couldn't let her her list just be Leave nothing but worse. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And it's funny because I want to go back and listen to this. We gave Spencer the worst liar a handful of times in the first few episodes. We did. I, it, it's like, oh, yeah, you were a little messy because she was still strong. We love her. We're like, oh, you're, yeah. you're a little messy. But then Aria came in and said, I got this. <laughs> Let me show you what messy really looks yes. like. Uh, yes. Yeah. She. And then often, like we said, it she just by default ended up there half the time because yeah. most a lot of these episodes she's busy just doing Ezra stuff. Yeah, uh, it's just it's it's crazy because she had like thirty one total worst liar. Moments. I know. Yes, I and voted I, for her eighteen times. Yep, and you voted for her thirteen times, which which we did not officially announce. Yes, in fact, Arya is the winner by far for worst because liar. the second person is Spencer, who only had six. Yeah, between the two of us, four from me and two from you. Yes, and so that's a huge jump. That's a huge jump. And again, like half the time it was default because. Once you're already there, you're just like, well, I guess if we're yeah. not sure who the bottom should be, it should probably be the person who's always in the bottom. We did. We kind of... She, she earned it. At, she for sure earned yeah, it. Yeah. She took, times, the, she took but... the title of, hey, I'll just hang out at the bottom this season. Yeah. And uh, you know what? We want we want, we want want more for her. So we're hoping at least if she stays that way next season, she the numbers go up a little more. She, we want her to yes. have some more moments. And I yeah. believe she's got them in her. Yeah. I'd like to see her just do better than this season, yeah. which shouldn't be tough. And hey, you got one MVP vote this this season. Next season, get two. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you'll even earn one this time. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> no, she it was it was a pity vote. <laughs> um all right, so then we have some other categories. We do. Shout out to Hannah for being our best liar. Yes. Go well Hannah. well deserved. Absolutely. The shit that you went through, you came out on top. Yep. And we're proud of you. Yep. 
because things aren't over with you and in, in Caleb. But you know what? Uh, you didn't let it break you. No. We left you hurt, but rebounding, you know, yeah. and, and stronger than ever. Yeah. Um. All right. Is there a category you want to do first? I kind of want to start with best parent. Okay. Because I feel like that's the next like tier of yeah. of characters after yeah. the liars. Uh, so do you, who do you want, who wants to go first? I think you should go first, because right. yours is the obvious. Yeah, mine is no surprise, <laughs> I've been very vocal about it all season. My favorite parent on the show is Miss Ashley Marin. Um, I think she's perfect. I think she's wonderful. Um, I think she's often not perfect, and that makes me love her more, because she could be a huge hot mess, and it's just kind of great. Uh, but ultimately, I feel like she's the one who's there the most. You know, um, we talked about this, how like really none of the parents are ever going to be that involved or great because if they were, would this show even happen if they were paying attention to what their kids were doing or yeah. what's happening to them? But she seems to be involved the most. She tries. She tries, she tries. to let. <laughs> she tries. <laughs> and I think she mostly succeeds. Philip. She tries. <laughs> she supports her daughter. I think it's very cute that they showed that they're a team. Like at times you can get glimpses of it where like. Is that the healthiest dynamic between a, a, a parent and child? But for the most part, I feel like they show it as, like, they just support each other. Like, she's a single mom. Their dad skipped town, basically, just left them. And they support each other, and they get by. And it's sweet. She wants the best for Hannah. She tries to steer her in the right way. She tries to let her make her own choices. You know, I just, I love, I love Ashley. Hey, you know, stick by your girl. You know? I don't support that decision. All right, all right. Well, so who is yours? Uh, so for me, when it comes to the parents of Rosewood, saying best parent is something that it's is... It's a sliding scale. <laughs> it's a very much sliding scale. And in this situation, I believe that less is more. Because the parents who hang around more throughout the entire season, like your girl Ashley, like Byron, like Pam, they falter hard. They have moments where I'm like, wow. <laughs> You are a bad example for a parent. Committing felonies, cheating, homophobia. I'm not a fan of any of that stuff. And the more they were around, the more I said, I like these people. (laughs) Oh, wow. Now, when it comes to less is more, I got to look at the person who contributed the most positively. Okay. And there was one woman. Yeah, Ashley. Who are you talking about? Barely around. But when she came around... She was the legal representation of all the liars. Yeah. She has her badass moments. Yeah. She has her her empathetic moments. Vulnerable moment. It is Veronica Hastings. Okay. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. She supported the Alex relationship. Yeah. You know, she didn't buy into the classism, the elitism. And she's a badass lawyer who yeah. is like, hey, I'm going to try to at least alleviate the damage. Yeah. And make sure that all four of you don't end up in prison. Yes. <laughs> so for me, it has to be Veronica Hastings. I, I, it's not my pick, but I don't disagree. She's pretty great. And I think I would say I feel like uh, Spencer's parents are in the, the most... Like, they're weird because they're not that bad. And they're sometimes kind of good. They're sometimes they're kind of bad. But they have pretty good moments. But they're sort of almost the worst in their way because they are the most absent. Yeah. It feels like. 
but it's also probably good that they're absent. Probably. And probably again, is. that's why I'm saying they've got they've got complicated is, things. But I do love less Veronica. Is, less is more. I'm always happy to see her. It's true. So yes, I'm okay with that. Um, and I think a lot of it too, like the her putting Wilden down, because it's basically like she puts him down. She's like, if you continue doing this, I'm gonna make sure you're never a police officer oh, again. Yeah. She's like, this ends here. And then guess what? Wilden's gone. Yeah. She that left dude him just pissing his pants. Leaves yeah. and goes off the show. Second half of the season, don't even see him. Yeah. <laughs> so, Veronica, you earned it. You know, not surprising, we both picked a mom because. Oh, of course. There are almost no good men in Rosewood. None Still these. none because actually Pam, uh, Pam, well, Pam's husband, Wayne, Emily's father, Wayne, actually probably is the best parent of all because he's never there. So we just see him show right. up and be wonderful. But again, he's not in Rosewood. So there yeah. still is no good man in he's Rosewood. He's not even probably. in the same state. No. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't really count. But yeah. every other dad is just rough. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. If they're even there. So. <laughs> All right, uh, congratulations to <laughs> Ashley and Veronica. Uh, they right. took home uh, Geyer for <laughs> best parents. Uh, uh, should we go, I guess we're going with people. We can go to supporting characters, best supporting characters. Yeah. Because as we said, you said, there's some amazing supporting characters in the show. It's, yes. They're like the most fun. There are a lot of characters that are thrown at us. There's some that hang around for a long time. There's some that come and go very quickly. Yeah, or just um, pop up whenever. Yes, they have small minor storylines that kind of just help piece a small p- piece of the puzzle together. Yeah. But not really giving us an overview. For me, I think there is one... And, and you and I have characters that we love in the show. Yes. And throughout the season, a lot of the times we say, I love you to this person. Or, oh, we love Jenna Marshall. Or, oh, Mona, she's such a queen. But there is one person that I think is truly deserving. Oh, wow. I of this award. I don't know who award, this is going to be. And that is one Toby Cavanaugh. What? Toby Cavanaugh. Toby Cavanaugh. Is the Boo Radley. He, he is. is the town pariah. He has a horrible haircut. <laughs> These are all true. And he, in the beginning of this season, is played off as a creepy pervert and then becomes the murderer, the suspected murderer of Allison. He is the town pariah. He is all these things. Even at times in this season, I said, dude, fuck Toby Cavanaugh. This guy's crazy. Yeah. But then. He took off his shirt. He's clear. <laughs> He's no longer the main suspect because that shifted to Spencer. Yes. And instead of deciding to retaliate against these girls who have pretty much ruined your life for a while, instead of retaliating or running away, what do you do? You empathize with one of the girls and you become her safe landing. And he just, he goes from... And and at the end of the day, like he still seems to be kind of like level headed, mm-hmm. you know. He's like, "Hey, I'm here for you," and oh, hey, maybe don't jump to this craziness. And he's he's smart and witty. He's he's a good person for Spencer to be around, and he mends his relationship with Emily by the end, who also apologizes to him. And they had a really beautiful friendship when they were connecting in the beginning. Yes, be- and also, too, he was kind of the one who kind of had an idea for who Emily was. Yeah, he had and a appreciated for her, it. but also supported who she was and, yeah. to, you know, let her know that that was great. And 
pushed her to do you know be herself yes and for me toby kavanaugh had a complete 180 and in the beginning of the season where i was like i don't like this guy yeah by the end of the season i'm like i love this guy i mean i was pretty into him and and spencer as a couple um he's very romantic quiet scrabble yeah that you know (laughs) oh that guy not a fan of that no except that it (laughs) she is a fan of that yes. like she was yes. fired yes. up <laughs> yes uh yeah he's he's romantic he's stoic he's he's seems strong like he is he's her caring he's caring like he you know in the the show the girls everyone like need that element in all this insanity yes and someone who can also relate to the craziness that's going on yeah because he's wrapped up in it yes so for me i just when i sat back and looked at all these characters I was like, who had a lot of growth and who also had like a, an impact on me by the end of it mm-hmm. where I was like, wow, I'm really interested in his story and where he's come. I can see that. You know, I almost wouldn't have even thought of him just because when I was thinking of supporting characters, I wasn't thinking of romantic interests, but they are supporting characters. Yeah. For me, it was <laughs> the any supporting character that was available was anyone who's not a oh, liar yeah. or a parent yeah no totally that makes sense it could have been anybody yeah that totally um, tracks he so, still wouldn't have been my favorite but i mean i'm a fan yeah yeah i mean for me it's not a surprise yeah i mean who else would it be uh, but I, the one yeah the only jenna fucking marshall yeah uh who else enters a room and like <laughs> just like shuts everyone up makes everyone uncomfortable creeps people out yeah. drops one-liners like nobody's business she will shut you down she will play you off of her porch with creepy flute music yeah she's she's everything yeah. um she's also a criminal and made some really poor ill-advised choices with her stepbrother that really should be judged even more harshly but again <laughs> they throw all this creepy sex crimes in this show what are you supposed to do yeah um but as a villain and a mysterious figure i just i just love her yeah, she has I, such a presence. I think for me, the only thing that I would have preferred is either lean heavily, like go full villain. I get that. Or don't. But with the thing with the show is we never know what's going on and we're not supposed to. I know, so... but I don't want them to even contemplate backing off of that. Like, don't falter with that. Let's go. Let's keep uh-huh. going. Let's keep pushing villain Jenna. Cause I, I mean, love that it. is fun. Yeah, I love I would, it. Yeah. You know. And like uh, we always say, like she has that natural vulnerability and like evilness seeming to her, you know. Yeah. She all. she definitely had in uh, the most moments where I was like, damn, you just said that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, okay. Yes. <laughs> you know? Uh, like both just like good ones that shut people down and just creepy, ominous, weird ass. Yeah. Like what? Like sometimes when she would say something and like turn her head in the direction of a liar and you're just oh. like, how did you know Spencer was standing over uh-huh. there? Like are the other four senses like kicked in hardcore and oh, they're they like daredevil. She really is. <laughs> you know? Yeah. She truly, that's how Ooh. she patrols <laughs> Rosewood high. It really yeah. is. Ugh, I love her. I love her. Uh, you know, the actress is amazing. She really yeah. kind of just, I think, brings her to that next yeah. extra level. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess 
since we're talking about supporting characters, mm-hmm. let's do best relationship. Okay. Uh, you know, I we... feel like we're going to be in agreement, but maybe not. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'll be curious uh, because we did have a few. We had a handful of different relationships mm-hmm. uh, that came about. So you think it's an obvious choice. What's your cho- What's the obvious choice? Hannah and Caleb. Not my answer. Oh, wow. <laughs> not it's my answer. Not uh, <laughs> Haleb, as they'd be called yes. in the shipping world. Yes. Are you uh, into Spoby then? Nope. Oh, God. I don't <laughs> like where this is going. Wait, wait, no. Wait, I can see one other out, and I'm happy again. I'm just going to let you say it. But I think... I don't think you've lost your mind. So I think I actually almost agree with what you're about to say. All right, let's just... All right. Okay. All right, just, 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 you know, say your piece. Say your See, piece. I am going, as much as I made fun of a couple of scenes involving a dance in a kitchen. Okay, okay. And a slow dip in slow motion. <laughs> I have to go with Alex and Spencer. Okay. Um, that Spalex. Yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know what that would be called. The reason I'm going with that is even though it was a short-lived relationship, yes, it I loved Alex as the, sort of her other half. Yes. Because, and also, too, he was the lowly ball boy. He mm-hmm. was the help. You know, he's not someone that you mingle with socially. Yeah. No, you throw money and towels at him. Yeah. And he's just here to serve us. And so you're breaking down those social, like, classist barriers, which I really liked that they played into Mm -hmm. that. I loved the moment with him and uh, the scene where you find out why there was some, like, weirdness between him and Spencer's mom. Yes. You find out that when she had a cancer scare, she got really drunk at the club, and he kind of was there for her. Just supportive to this Let her talk about her stuff. Uh, But got her home safely. But also, too, let's not forget, Caleb, there was some moments where I was fanning with Caleb. Yeah. Oh, Alex. Let's not, I mean, that scene when he puts the dollar bills. Lift that money in her back pocket was, (laughs) that might be, I don't think we have that category. That might be hottest moment. (laughs) Um, I mean, it felt like the romantic and sexual chemistry was there between the two. It was. Um, I I also liked how level-headed he was. Yes. Um, he was understanding even when she kind of sucked when he, at the homecoming dance, he'd be like, Oh, that's cool. Like, um, now I'm not into that. Cool. But I'll see you. But it's all good. Bye. Like, yeah. Like, Hey, you do your thing. I'm going to go do my wonderful. Do that. That's you. Um, but you know, is also gonna uh, challenge her as well. Yeah. Like when she throws the tennis game uh, with her dad, and yeah. he's like, "Why would you do that? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. That's not who you are." Because yes, because also yeah, he sees who she is and appreciates and accepts it. He's like, yes. "Oh no, you're driven and a little crazy and competitive, and like that's who you are. That's that's hot. That's cool." Yeah, and he's there for it, and mm-hmm. I enjoy it, and I'm almost disappointed that we didn't get to see that relationship truly blossom. I agree. I appre I I'm okay with it because now we have Spoby. Yeah, which works in its own way. But when I look back on the relationships this season, as much as I made fun of it at the end, it is my favorite. Okay, so who I thought I was coming around to who yours would have been oh, okay. outside of the scary who I also would have approved of is Emily and Maya. I feel like they're almost the same thing. They're almost with the they same thing. Great chemistry with this yes. other partner who's now gone for. <laughs> 
Yes, but the Who only knows? the only difference for this was, you know, there was the issue with Emily and Toby in the beginning, and that kind of it was a very messy start to that yes, one. Yes, yes. Whereas the Alex and Spencer thing, there wasn't. It was there was just no mess right off the bat. Sexy and fun. Yes, and you were almost like, okay, even if they're gonna dance to mm-hmm. his his pop song, yes, like I would be okay with this, and I think it would be healthy for Spencer. Yes. Especially with what came after that. Now, obviously, Toby was a good choice because he was a part of that. Yeah. But he's no. also a good balance to her. Yeah. But Alex was fun where he was like a balance, but a little bit of a pushback too, like a yeah. counterbalance. Like yes. a, yeah. 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 And not living in fantasy land. Yes. You know, he was like, I don't want to be a professional tennis player. I want to get a real job and yeah. make money and just live. Yes. Uh, so that would be mine. I know you think that I was going to go Halo, but that yeah. that was... I know he hurts you real bad, Phil. By the end of the season. Yeah. Heartbreak doesn't feel good in a place like this. <laughs> <laughs> right, Nicole Kidman, calm yeah. down. <laughs> no, it, it, it was... Uh, that hurt. Yeah. And for me, I could not give them best couple for that very reason. Mm. I mean, that's fair. You know? I mean, that was pretty hard watching our girl cry in those steps. Yeah. It was painful at the end. Yeah. Her crying in the bathroom. Yeah. Oh. You know? Yeah. It's not easy. Listening to Elliot Smith, we've all been there. Yeah. And if you're listening to Elliot Smith. It's tough times. <laughs> it's a tough time. Yeah. It's true. So, it's true. Yeah. So I, th- I appreciate your choice well. I- I'm going to stick with Caleb. Uh, and I, Caleb. I don't disagree with that. Either, right. Exactly. Though. I see both of that. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. I say we do favorite moments. Okay. Um, Let's do it. And like some of these episodes, we'll end with the A message. Okay. You know. Uh, do you? How hard was this for you to figure out your best moment? It's real hard. There's, yeah. This all this show does is give you moments. There's a lot. You know, there's in a lot. all different directions. But there's this is one that just stuck with me <laughs> in a happy way. Okay. Um, this is good. Yes. <laughs> Go for it. And it's the moment where Emily speaks to Jenna. I mean, I'm already Jenna's involved, so it's going to be one of my favorites. Um, to ask him about where Toby is, um, she sends him off and makes a little snotty comment about how it doesn't feel good to be second pick, does it? Yeah. Emily just starts like rolling her eyes like, whatever, bitch, walking off the porch, and then... <laughs> and Emily whips her head around like, is this bitch playing me off her porch and yeah. Jenna just proceeds to continue playing her off her porch yeah. and it was just it just it just resonated with me i was just like what just happened yeah that was sort of amazing yeah i actually assumed that was going to be your yeah. choice yeah. <laughs> because you know Jenna Jenna definitely had a lot of the best moments of the season there was definitely some standouts with her for sure <laughs> uh yeah some of her like clapbacks and stuff too were were some of my favorites and yeah when they brought that flute in it just added a whole nother layer because it's like it it connected so perfectly to her being like i love evil evil's great Mm -hmm. i'm such a fan of evil and you're like oh shit (laughs) now you just creepily play the flute motel rooms and on your front porch that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. I uh, That's definitely uh, up there for me as well. But for my favorite moment. Okay. 
All right, I may get a little canceled for this one. Uh oh. Because my favorite moment can be summed up in two words: oink, oink. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The that's on my list too. It was cake eating punishment. It was. It it's, was. I feel the same exact way. Like there was something so. <laughs> satisfying about how offensive and wrong it was so wrong i don't know why it was so enjoy. i i like to think it's because we just love her so much and it's like just moving in general to be upset for her and then we see her on the other side but it is funny too because you're just like wow you are being such a bitch a eh, that i can't believe you just did that yes. so you can't help but just appreciate what a bitch a is being that that <laughs> that uh that tiktok thing where it's like emotional damage yes that that yes. is what that was and like i said that was one of the ones that first stood out to me yeah. in the show because it went to all those places it was campy and dumb and silly yeah. it was it, it moved me like watching her deal yeah. with it and eat those things be like i my heart broke for her like it does right. like it put, took me through all those paces yeah then it was funny then it was sad then she triumphed you know mm-hmm. but I, I loved so I mean yeah it just it just it just resonated yeah out of all the A stuff for some reason that one just really and they they prolonged it too yeah it's like first there's the moment there's two and different then there's there's flashbacks stages. and and all this crazy stuff it stems off the lasagna money which I mean that alone is one of those things where like I don't even know why but that's yeah. one of my favorite things of the entire show too that they stored yes. money in a box of pasta yeah you know and then that it. Then she goes in the bathroom, and the money's on the paper towels, and then it says the oink oink after all the other hefty Hannah, you know, insults yeah. and messages. And, and what I like is that because I did laugh hysterically in this. Oh scene, yes, uh, the flashback was one of the funniest all season long. Um, but <laughs> I like that in the end, she was told to um, you know throw it up, and she was like, "No, I'm not going to do that." Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, she's like, That's I not who I am anymore. Yes, here's another piece of my vulnerability yeah. and my past for yeah. the audience. But It's I'm like you're on. you're going to push me really hard and this is going to suck and it's going to hurt. Yeah. But in the end, I'm still going to come out on top. Yes. And she did. Yes. Uh, so that was definitely my favorite moment of the season. Okay, that I feel like makes my pick no. a little awkward now. <laughs> no. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Um, I don't think so. Oh wait, no, wait, wait. Do we go to another thing? Wait, we just did. No, we we haven't gone to the next thing yet. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking we were going to a messages because you did the oink oink, which was technically an a message. <laughs> yes, because that's our next category. Yes. So like like some our, of these episodes, the best a message. A is tons, mostly text, but yeah. also a will write a sign somewhere. She they will she yeah they whoever they are yes um a variety of messages are given to the liars yes we are under the assumption that it is allison supposedly uh which was one of her messages you mm-hmm. know which was a great message uh the uh, a is for allison not amateur which is a good one not my favorite okay uh my favorite goes out to my girl miss aria Okay. Who got a great text that said, Lucky you, Aria. Other girls have to do their homework. You get to do the teacher. <laughs> a. Okay, okay. That's a good one. I, I know that one gets you. I thought it was... I think it's a little dumb. That's I, fair. I think it's good, too, but then it's also like... I don't know. No, it's pretty good. 
<laughs> I just thought it was like because to me that, it's very gossip girl so yes, I know that's why you like it that's why I like it yeah. it's very silly and over the top and you're just like you got her not really but you got her yeah yeah you know uh so that that was that was the one that really stood out to me yeah so my and why I said it feels bad going with your other ones I feel like it's essentially a favorite moment of mine if not a favorite message it's it's both like when poor hefty hannah's getting made fun of but my favorite a message was be careful hannah i hear prison food makes you fat (laughs) 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 because it's sort of gossip girly ish but just the way where it's like you are just being such a petty bitch right now yeah because when she's sitting in the police office while her mom talks to the police where she's potentially in trouble for shoplifting yeah reaches over to where they have like some candy in a tray and instantly gets this text from a your prison food makes you fat <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> the timing was perfect yeah. again we do not support fat shaming anyone least yeah. of all hannah right but it's just got that mean girl f- humor to it and like just shock value well, that, that you're just like you have to like snicker at that's the easiest knife to dig in exactly Hannah. like that exactly that's gonna hurt her the most that's yeah. her toughest insecurity I yeah think. and just the name hefty hannah so silly that it's funny yeah. like again it makes your heart break where you, you, you hefty hannah's like the best of anyone on the whole show that's yeah <laughs> My uh, my runner-up is also the one that was sent to Hannah, where it says, Like mommy, like daughter, can you run from the law on those legs? Yes. <laughs> that one was good. That one's extra fucked up, right? Because you she's got a just... cast. Because A just ran her over with a car. <laughs> I mean. And that's what I love about yeah. that line, is because you're just being a dick after you just ran over her with your and car. And making jokes about... <laughs> About yeah, I know you. That's yeah, that's real good one because it's like that's got layers. Yeah, because uh, there's like the different kinds of uh, mostly the bitchy funny ones are the best for me. But sometimes they're straight up scary. Yeah, sometimes they're just ominous. But yeah, he he kind of bounces back between playful and then just straight yeah. up like villain. And then sometimes just like oh, I haven't been mean in a minute. You guys have other stuff going on. So let me just throw something out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because, like the one we said before, um, one of the best is still going to be the, the... I guess they had messages throughout the pilot episode, but the yeah. ultimate first, like, A, or at least group text, whatever, at the end, the, I'm still here, bitches, and I know everything, <clears throat> mm-hmm. is iconic for the show, you oh, know? Yeah. And then, like you said, the one at the end was really good, too, where it's like, you know, it's not over till I say it is. Um, uh, honorable mention also to lions and tigers and bitches. Oh my, yes. there's no place like homecoming. See you there. Yeah. A, especially cause it was on a fortune cookie. Right. <laughs> yes, that's right. The fortune cookie. Um, uh, also the playing the song for Hannah. Yes. On the radio. That was, that made my list too, just yeah. because of, uh, the originality of it. Yeah. Like breaking away from your typical. Yes. There just, was, uh, uh what was the other one with on the sheet of paper that bounces up? Remember when they're sitting in the park? Yeah, it just and says it just like bitch, I think. And it's like a it's a flyer for missing persons for Allison. And it just says like it, it I think it just says bitch over her face. But it was kinda like right after they cut off A, so they're like, uh 
No, here it is. The one that, yeah, yeah, no, it says Ding Dong the Ditch is Dead. Oh, Ding Dong the Bitch is Dead? <laughs> ding Dong the Bitch is Don't, Dead. You had a little stroke there for a second. <laughs> I forgot how to read first. <laughs> yeah, Ding Dong the Ditch. Oh, it did say that. Okay, yeah, that's pretty good, actually. And the fact, like, like the uh, the format, you yeah. know, that, that they thought they just shut A down from, like, sending emails and texts and then a yeah. physical paper right. note. Where it's like, Blows hey, up. you, I can do this any way, which way possible. Right, how you want it. Yeah. yeah. Try and run. I'll get to you. Yeah. I'll um, get it. <laughs> I'll just read my other honorable mentions. This one was just creepy and scary and intense when she just said, heads up, BFFs, it's open season on Liars and <laughs> yeah. I'm hunting. Yeah. Hey. Um, real fucking mean and a little scary after, like we said, after A ran over Hannah or hit Hannah with their car. Test sending, sorry about losing my temper, my bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those were those were uh, some of our favorites. And that was our last category for the Geyers Awards. Yes. Yeah, we... Uh, a lot of great stuff this season. Yes. And uh, shout out to everyone who earned those awards. Yes, congrats. Yes. It's an honor. Yes, you should be thrilled. To, uh, those <laughs> awards would be—you should expect those to be uh, coming in the mail yeah, in two to three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll <laughs> ship those out. Uh, we just got to get them engraved and everything. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Um, when we come back next, it'll be whoop, whoop. season two. Season two. Not only that, original sins. Yes, we'll be launching. We mentioned as well. it last week. We're gonna. Start covering Original Sin as its own separate show that'll be in the feed, though. Yes. You can ignore it if you're not ready to watch it. Or, or you, you can watch seen both it. if you've seen everything. Watch both however you feel like doing. Yeah. Um, but we're going to continue to have our regular episodes weekly as well. Yes. Yeah, we are very excited. Yeah. To get back to it. So, uh, as always, mm-hmm. uh, Instagram, PLG Podcast. Uh, Twitter, we're PLG Pod. Uh, TikTok, Pretty Little Geyers Pod, and the email is plgeyers at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, it, hit us up, you know, if you want to let, let us, us know what you thought about our picks yeah. for these categories. Tell us what yours, you yeah. know, winners are. What were your favorite moments? What stood out to you? What characters did you love? Uh, we, as, as we say every episode, you know, whatever conversations you want to have. Uh, whether it's in the DMs or in the comment section, wherever, um, you know, even if you send us an email, we will definitely, definitely respond. You may even get two responses, one from each of us. Yeah. Because it seems that Josh and I don't agree on everything. No, no. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. One one of seven done. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We will uh, see you next week. Bye.